Grand Rising, y'all, I just wanted to come on right quick and uh, let you know that I'm going to be producing some more content for you in the next uh, couple of days. All right, there'll be some more content. I've been uploading a lot to my podcast, both podcasts, Cosmic Jewels, um, which is kind of more, is more women focused, but anybody, of course, uh, can benefit from the information. Just flip the information for male versus female or however you identify um, as needed. And then, of course, I've been uploading more content to Metaphysical Life Mastery, that podcast. Uh, one of my listeners said that she does not get notified properly on YouTube. So I was aware that I'm sure because they take away views from my channel and they censor um, that they would not be notifying people. Uh, one of my moderators did tell me some months ago that they weren't notifying her. And so uh, that is another reason why I have multiple platforms because YouTube does that kind of stuff. So that way people can get notifications on my other platforms for when content pops up. Now, um, I will say that the content that is being uploaded to Cosmic Jewels and Metaphysical Life Mastery from 2019 uh, may have an undertone of divestment, some of it, and or uh, IR dating, but that was when I was in that phase, if you will, in that um, genre. I'm no longer in that genre, so just, you know, disregard that kind of stuff if it doesn't apply to you, or if you're not uh, receptive to it, just disregard that. But for the most part, I'm not uploading any of the IR stuff, I'm just uploading um, spiritual and psychological information on those two podcasts but there may be little snippets of the ir slash divestment information in there now as i've said before i still believe in divestment for women specifically women uh black women um because we have given a lot to um the world in general and people and especially the black community in general and if we're not getting what we need out of it we absolutely need to divest you need to you need to divest from anything that's not serving you including family members uh, and relationships and professional affiliations, all right? In saying that, I wanted to be very clear about my um, stance on the twin flame information. I'm not saying to anyone, and nobody's prompting this, I'm just telling you because this is all my spirit to say. I am not saying that anyone shouldn't be with their twin flame or any of that. I'm just telling you my experience and the things that I've seen, right? As I said, in my opinion, the person that I thought was my DM, even if they are actually my DM or divine masculine, they're distorted and or in karmic energies. So technically they are operating as a karmic. They're not appearing as a divine masculine all the time. You know, the, the energies are very nuanced and see that, in my opinion, can happen. It can be a divine masculine or a divine feminine, but if they are involved with a karmic themselves, then they also take on the energies of the karmic they are involved with and they are no longer, in my opinion, considered a true DM or DF while they're in that kind of low vibrational situation or in low vibrational energies, even if they're single. If they're still out there playing games and, and in their dark side energy, okay, and they haven't had an ego death, an ego death, then in my opinion, they are a karmic divine masculine or a karmic uh, divine feminine or they're in karmic energies. They've been, de they're, they've been demoted, okay, 
and they are not sitting in the uh, they're not on the throne as they should be like other DFs and DMs who are on their mission and doing what they're supposed to do to the best of their abilities okay who are growing who are ascending who are raising their vibration now it doesn't mean that that person will always be in karmic energies but they have to make their own conscious choices to change so in saying that that is why i made videos saying that the twin the whole twin flame journey has been intercepted by the dark side because when we talk about karmic energies that is dark side energy okay that shadow side or shadow self energy now um nobody's perfect we all have a shadow side or a dark side and those of you who know astrology know that scorpios most definitely have a dark side every sign has a dark side but as for me i understand the status of what's going on uh, in my own personal situation, if you will, in my own personal sphere, um, the person that I thought was my DM, I no longer, I wasn't giving energy to that like that for a while anyway, but I no longer give it energy because I know what's going on without anybody having to tell me. All right. I know that there are some financial issues going on. And that some people would want to come back in my life, not just him, not accusing him of that. I'm not accusing anybody in particular. I'm just telling you what I see it as regarding me being an empress, a queen of pentacles, a queen of wands, a queen of cups. An empress embodies all the queens, okay? Me being an empress and a high priestess, I know people's motives even when they don't speak it. Or I can usually pick up on their motives based on their behavior, their body language, the things they say, and or just reading their spirit. I know there are people, not naming no names, who are financially suffering and who see me as a money bag. All right. So these individuals, relatives, some relatives included, would see me as a benefit financially. They don't have no intention of loving me and treating me right. It's just let me cozy back up to her because I know she's about to make some good money. Or let me cozy back up to her because I know she's going places. Or let me let me um, reestablish the bridge with her and maintain contact with her so that she might be more willing to be in my corner in case I need anything. She might, you know, mistake me loving her or no, me just wanting to be in her pockets or me just wanting to use her for her stability and her ability to manifest, all right? And so I've been getting confirmatory readings where people might, and when I say a fake love offer, that could be from a relative, that could be from a friend, that could be from an ex, that could be from anybody, really, that is, you know, in your life. So I've been getting confirmatory reads about somebody potentially wanting to or people in general wanting to reappear in my life or come back in the near future or act like they want to be you know in a relationship or uh, be closer to me uh, simply just because they don't have their money together or they're suffering financially so they see me as somebody who's on my boss shit which I am all right now, I'm not talking as if, oh, I'm some big bad person, 
But what I do understand is the Most High has got some serious plans for me. And I have to be very careful about who I allow to come around me and about who I allow to uh, be, be next to me, even if it's just talking or communication from a distance. Mm, so in saying that relationships, in saying, having said that, relationships are not safe for me to be in. And I'm going to tell you why. Because the majority of men that come around me that want a relationship, or even if they don't say that with their mouth, they act like they want a relationship or like they would want one eventually, the majority of them motherfuckers is broke and or uh, fucked up financially, or they got a lot of debt. And they see me and how well-maintained I am. And this is not, and, and I don't toot, I'm not tooting my own home be, horn because the most high takes care of me. Spirit guides, angels, archangels, Yeshua HaMashiach, you know, Mother Goddess takes care of me. So, I cannot work a job and walk around in $600 boots, meaning a 9 to 5 job. I cannot work a job and walk around in $400 shoes with a $200 bag on my arm. I See, I can... The Most High has provided things for me. You know what I'm saying? And that's just what it is. That's the blessing. It's not of my doing. It's of the Most High's doing. If it weren't for the Most High, it wouldn't be anything. But people see this and they want to use me. And I know they want to fucking use me. So that's why I won't be getting into no more relationships at all. And I know that sounds radical and things change and the most high may say at a different date, it's time or whatever, you know, I'm not worried about that. What I'm saying is I'm on the precipice of something that's a lot bigger than me and I got to be careful not to be taken down like a city under siege because that happened when I got married last year. Okay. Somebody wanted to take me down because they saw the greatness in me and they wanted to, they were using me financially. They used me to take up a portion of their, their expenses, but they had no intention of loving me. They, they, they never did love me. They just married me because they saw me as a money bag. So he's not the only person who would do that. My other people, I won't say my, I won't say my relative or nothing. I'll just say other people around me have done the same thing have no intention to love me loving me right or treating me right do not love me okay they lust after me sexually or they lust after me financially and stability wise materially they see how quickly i bounce back from adversity they see how the most high favors me and takes care of me. They see how I can lose everything in a flood of that we had in South Carolina in 2015 and get a better apartment and a better car within a, a week or two and a whole house full of furniture, all new shit. They see how I bounce back over and over and over again. You know, there have been people who have said, well, I call you miss bounce back. 
because every time something happens that is you know seen as like a tower moment when I when I pop back up it's like within a week or two or even three weeks I'm back on my shit you know so and I'm not bragging about it I'm saying this is what the most high does for me and these people see that I have this kind of favor on my life and on my destiny so they want to use it they want to get attached to it and this is very um this is a timely message because I talked to I, I heard someone speaking about this yesterday I was listening to it yesterday afternoon and it, matter of fact it was Douglas Falk who was talking about it and I'll put his link in the box I always like to link people's stuff when when I um when I reference something they've said so that people can you know go and hear it and listen to the message something it's probably something in there for them so Douglas Falk was talking about how people can have the anointing or the favor on them and then when you go into somebody's life they all of a sudden get healed of a disease they couldn't get rid of or healed of an of an ailment or they all of a sudden start um doing really really well at work or getting promoted at work or making more money and I've told these stories before of how that's happened to me and how that's happened to other people I know who have the anointing on them how people have used them for money and that's why I don't allow people to be around me in my presence like that and that's why I'm careful with who I communicate with like voice wise like actually speaking to I'm careful about who I speak to because a friend of mine told me, well, you know, this was a couple, this was some years ago. This was long before I ever started a YouTube channel. And a friend of mine from high school, um, we talked on the phone for the first time after like years, like 10, like 15 years. It had been like 12, almost 15 years or some huge amount of time that had passed. And we spoke on the phone and he, we were talking about spiritual topics and I was sharing with him about how people like to use me for my anointing. And they use me to get money or whatever. And, and it seemed like like whenever they get around me, they start getting all these blessings. But they're actually pulling off of my energy. And I was telling him about how men have done that in relationships. Um, most, I won't say all, but most of my relationships, once the man got with me, he started leveling up. And then when I left shit went downhill or when it when it fell apart shit went downhill for him he lost everything that he got and then some because he wasn't there he wasn't with me in the relationships that this happened in not all of them but he lost it because he wasn't with me for the right reasons anyway he was only there because he saw me as a benefit financially had no intention to treat me right usually didn't treat me how I wanted to be treated you know and then when I leave or you know it was always me leaving getting tired and leaving um then you know shit starts bad shit starts happening to him he started losing shit or it starts becoming very hard for him to make ends meet or other other things start to happen usually it was always financial or material so people have seen me for a long period of time and some of these relationships was way back when I noticed this shit um that shit would be happening like way back in um like the early 2000s y'all I wasn't even 20 yet and that shit was happening I, I look back on it 
And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, yeah, when I got with so-and-so, a lot of good shit started happening to him. He started getting, he got a better car. He got, you know, a motorcycle. He got this, he got that. You know, a lot of blessings started to come to him and his family. And then I look at this for other relationships, not just that person. So I look back over this and how these blessings started to flow when I was around people, certain people for those individuals but i also noticed um if i was with the right person of course then my uh, my abundance increased too but if i was with the wrong person then i would get drained and they would get increased and that's why i don't i won't be in any more relationships like i i don't i don't see myself committing to anybody else at least not for the foreseeable future i can't say never but i don't see myself committing to anybody else or being like close to any any other kind of dude, especially dudes, but women too, because women have done it to me too. But um, I just have to be very careful, and that's why I isolate myself intentionally because people use people have used me like that, and it's not even about being naive; it's my energy. People can see that I have a rich or wealthy energy. Okay, they can see I have a regal energy. Don't matter how I'm dressed. All right. It don't matter what car I'm in. Hell, you know, I sold my car last year. I was driving a 2016 that had 25,000 miles on it. You know what I'm saying? I bought, I've had two brand new cars in the last five years. Okay. <laughs> By my damn self, no cosigner with a low interest rate. So, and not working a nine to five job. So tell me how that happens if I don't have favor. Tell me how, uh, I went from sleeping on somebody's couch to being in a four bedroom house. You know what I'm saying? Went from leaving my place of residence last year, went to Finland, left Finland, ended up in the safe home from the safe home, came back here, sleeping on a former friend's couch, no vehicle. And now just that damn quick within three weeks of leaving her fucking house. I'm back. Not back where I want to be, like, financially. I'm just saying, like, I'm not saying I'm all that. I'm just saying, I'm back better than I was before. You know, so I have to be careful about this stuff. What Douglas Falk was saying in his video was that when you get around certain people, you got the favor on you, they start getting blessed from it. You got to be careful with that, because then you'll start losing. So, see, I know there are people around, there are people, I won't say around, like, I'll say there are people from my past who have always seen how I've been able to maintain myself despite all kinds of things happening, negative, perceived negative things happening to me or um, bad things happening. They They've seen how... I've been able to travel 12,000 miles in a year, 12,000 sky miles in a year by my damn self. If I can get 5,000, 6,000 miles with 150 pounds of luggage and I, and I got my, and the condition I have, you know what I'm saying? And the fact that I'm small, I'm a petite woman and I, and I can get 6,000 fucking miles with 150 pounds of luggage by my fucking self with no help clearly there's something within me and there's an anointing on me that people are aware of 
then have multiple people betray me and backstab me and then every time start over every time every time just start over and it's like okay let's go <laughs> you know like okay let's go you know and it's like there are people from my past who I know for a fucking fact they ain't got, they ain't got to tell me shit. I don't see that's the thing about it. We got to learn those of who, those of us who don't know. We got to learn to use our intuitive gifts because everybody has gifts. And we got to stop doubting ourselves. You don't always have to wait for a person to verbally tell you to understand things, okay? And to know things. I don't wait for people to just come out of their mouth and say it because if you wait on it, you'll never hear it. You need to be able to read people and or learn how to read people properly. People can say all day that they make good money, you know, and or they, they got this salary or they work here, they work there, they have this schooling or whatever. But you need to be able to read people. Because what they're not telling you is they they are drowning in debt. What they're not telling you is that they're being taxed to the fucking moon and back. And, um, or they've got, uh, like I said, past debts. Or I ain't even talking about credit score because, see, you can, you can get shit, uh, if you know what you're doing, you can get shit without a, without, you know, some perfect credit score. You, you can still make your way around without that you know the, the favor of the most high is not dependent on no fucking credit score and i'm gonna just say it like that that doesn't mean you don't pay your bills and you don't take care of things of course not i'm very financially responsible i i'm as financially responsible as i can possibly be you know i don't play no fucking games when it comes to money but when it comes to spiritual anointing credit score ain't got nothing to do with that that's some man-made shit what is your spiritual score? What is that? What, what is your spiritual rank? Because see, you can have an 800 credit score and still be drowning in debt. And still not be able to manifest. So what is your spiritual score? Right? So I know there are people who may claim they have a good salary and I don't care what people make. What I care about is their heart, their spirit, and their soul. Because a person can be making X amount of dollars, but their business still ain't growing. Meaning like they can have a nine to five or a regular, a typical job. And they can have a good salary coming in, but their business, their entrepreneurship is still stuck in the sand or stuck in the mud. It's bogged down. It's not growing. People are not flocking to them. They don't, what I'm saying is they don't have it. They don't have the it factor as they call it. And the it factor uh, that I'm talking about is not just clout and people knowing your name. It's a spiritual anointing to that it factor. So see, they can call themselves having this degree and having this job and having this family and having this, you know, like they send us out, get the name, having this family name and having this property and having these plots of land. But where the fuck is your, where the fuck are you going though? You don't know where you're going because you don't have it. You don't have the anointing. You don't have the green light from the most high because see the green light from the most high will lay any motherfucker on this planet out. 
The green light from the Most High will take you from being homeless to being a millionaire in a year. You understand me? That, that's what the green light from the Most High can do for people. The green light from the Most High will take somebody from being a single divorcee with two children to being a multimillionaire in five years flat. That's what that's what the, that's what the anointing of the Most High will do for people. The anointing of the Most High will take somebody from being an ex-convict or somebody that got out of prison to becoming um, the leader of a multi-billion-dollar corporation. Now I know billion is a lot, but theoretically, the Most High can give somebody an idea and they can pop that invention or that idea and it'll take them from being on food stamps baby to never having to worry about what's in their account again never even having to look and check to see if they got enough because they already they got it that's why i said there's a lot of us who are we may not have the the tangible money and i know people who are of a worldly mindset don't understand this but there are those of us, and a lot of y'all know who y'all are, who may not have the tangible cash, 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 cash just laying around, you know what I'm saying, or just in your bank account. But we can get what we need, though. We can pull it in, like Abraham Hicks talks about, or um, what is that, Lady, um, yeah, Abraham Hicks. Now, I'm not saying I follow their teaching, but I'm just using this as an example. Like they say, you pull it in through the vortex or through the portal. You can manifest it easily. So you can have people out here with these jobs and degrees and, and clout and all this, but they're still stagnant. They don't know where they're going except for, oh, I just know that I'm going to work 15 more years and I'm going to retire from this job and get my pension. But what if the pension is not there in 15 years? What if the, com what if the company outsources and goes overseas? Where are you going to be at then? And what if what if they decide to just liquidate the pension and just pay you a fraction of what it's really worth and say, okay, sorry, we're going overseas to Mexico or we're going to Korea or wherever. And uh, sorry, we're just going to pay you 15% of what your 401k or your um, retirement fund is worth. And sorry, you're just going to have to go and get something different. We're going to give you severance pay and it's a drop in a bucket compared to what you had. What are you going to do then? Or what would you do then? See, there are those of us who may not have the tangible cash laying around. And this is a message the Most High gave me early this morning around 4 o'clock. And I laid there and I listened for about 30 minutes. And then I, and then it was time for me to get up at 4.30. Not technically time, because it's not like I had to get up at 4.30. But I felt like I had, had I get up because I've had enough rest. It's, I can't sleep any longer. You know, I'm not a late sleeper. I don't. I don't sleep forever. You know, it's just not me. I can't, my body just is not built like that. So I get up early in the morning. And so most I was talking to me about this. And I've said this before. There's a lot of us who don't have that cash laying around, but we get what we need regardless. And one of the reasons why there are those of us, and I'm one of these type of people who don't have all that cash laying around is for safety. We are rich in the spirit. 
multi-millionaires, multi-billionaires, some of us even trillionaires, and I know that sounds crazy, but I'm talking about spiritual and metaphysical. Y'all have heard of ancestor money. Don't they have trillion dollar bills in ancestor money? Josh, Joss paper, J-O-S-S, Joss paper. Okay, don't they have trillion dollar bills, billion dollar bills, and million dollar bills? Okay, see, that is spiritual currency. It's for the, you burn it so that the ancestors can pay for the things they need on the other side or in the other dimensions. That's why I said there are those of us who may look unassuming and who, you know, may not have a car or we may not have other little things that we wish we had. Just I'm just saying for people out there who are going through hard times, they need to hear this. Because this world is an illusion. Don't let what you see before you make you feel like you're less than. Don't let where you are right now determine your thought process and think that, oh, I'm just never, I'm never going to make it because... I lost my house due to foreclosure or or I'm never going to make it because I was depending on mama them to give me some something in their will and they didn't give me the money. And so now I can't pay off my debt. So so I don't I just don't know where I'm going. You have it, though, if you look for it, you just have to go within and you have to get with the most high source. God, God is whichever you prefer. Universe, whichever you prefer to say, get with your spiritual team look within you and see what you can do to bring yourself some money what can you work on what kind of ancestral curses can you break what kind of familial curses can you break hmm? um so there are those of us who don't have that tangible money for our own safety why let me just use this as an example. So, for an example, a person, and I'm I'm using this example because I remember seeing it on the first 48, that crime show that used to be on A&E. Yeah, the first 48, I saw this on as an episode years ago. And I'm using this as an example. So, for example, there can be a man who works a regular job and drives a regular car and lives in, you know, a modest home. And he's got a he's got two safes in his house. Number 1, he's got two safes in there. Somebody saw him get get the safes delivered, right? Somebody saw that shit. Cuz I know that he didn't bring them safes in there under cover of darkness and even if he did, people there's always somebody watching unless you just live in a country and you don't have no neighbors. Or you live in the wilderness, there's always somebody watching. So this man had two safes in his house with hundreds of thousands of dollars of cash in both of them. Somebody knew about it and somebody broke into his house, killed him, and then cracked those safes. Money gone. Right? So that was an episode of the first 48. That's an example of why there are those of us who are anointed... We are not allowed to have all that cash laying around. But spiritually, we just got to swipe the card. And swiping the card is what? Asking for it. Manifesting it. Using our powers and our gifts to bring it in. We bring it in through the portal. And so I've understood now, after a lot of introspection and looking back over my life, that people see me 
for being a rich ass motherfucker. I don't give a fuck if I uh don't work or not, meaning don't work a regular job or not, or you know, um, I don't give a fuck what I have on jeans, t shirt, old ass running sneakers, whatever. I don't give a fuck what I have on, where I live, what I'm driving. People have always seemed to look at me as a rich ass motherfucker. Why is that if it's no tangible money laying around? It's got to be spiritual, right? Okay, so that's why I said don't look down on yourself for what your circumstances are currently. A lot of people don't have, you know, thousands of dollars just laying around. But you have to look in and see, what do, what do I have access to spiritually? What ideas do I have? What designs do I have? Is there something that I can create in the market or that I can work on to provide the market with that, yes, can take care of me materially on this plane, but I also have to be careful and understand that it's not my responsibility to provide for a whole bunch of people. Meaning, especially, now I'm not saying you shouldn't do for your family and your people that you care about. What I'm saying is you need to only do for the ones that have been loyal and supportive of you. If you had down and out days and then people had your back, then you have their back. That's the right thing to do. But if you had down and out times and people laughed at you, people talked shit about you behind your back, people wished death upon you, people did other things to hurt you or sabotage you, people tried to make you take care of responsibilities that weren't yours financially, or they, when they knew that you were trying to get back on your feet, they expected you to use all of your money or they intentionally set up situations where you used all of your money. Like my mama and them used to do when I would be around, they insisted on eating out all the time or often so that I would have to spend my money up. Yeah, my ex-roommate did that shit too, that bitch. She was always eating out all the time, so I blew, I had to blow through a lot of money eating out. Not to mention there were times when I was paying for her kids' food too. You know, uh, buying $60 worth of fucking sodas. What the fuck is wrong with you? And I pay for, I pay for, I think, $40 worth of sodas one time. That's only because I was being generous. $40 just in sodas, bitch. Do you know how many, how many six packs that is? But see, that's what I'm saying. People see you and they use you or they want to use you. $40 just in sodas. $60 just in sodas. I watched a bitch spend $80, $80 just in sodas. Just in Mountain Dew, Pepsi, you know, other soft drinks. So for her to try to lie to the landlord and say that she couldn't afford the rent, she can afford the rent. Stop drinking all that bullshit. Or if you're going to drink it, limit how much they drink. No, you let your, your children drink seven and eight Mountain Dews a day. No wonder they teeth are fucked up. And I'm not picking on the kids. That's the mother's responsibility to make sure that their diet is healthy. No wonder your teeth fucked up too. No wonder your mind is fucked up. All of that fucking acid in your body. Fucking with your brain. All that fucking corn syrup. It it will cause mental illness. Absolutely to fuck your mind up. Fuck your brain up. But no, the, the mental illness that she has, she was born with because she's fucking evil. But I'm just saying, people will put you in those kind of situations. So if you know people will put you in those kind of situations when you really needed to be saving your money, don't help motherfuckers like that. Cut them motherfuckers off. 
Because see, when I'm pushing that LS500 one day or that $70,000 truck, I don't want nobody that from, from my past to ask me for a motherfucking thing because the fact of the matter is none of them were there when I was at my worst. None of them. The only person I had um, was the only people I had around me was my children and my children um, were my only like companions. Like I didn't have nobody in my corner. So nobody need come and ask me for shit when I'm back on top where I where I where I'm supposed to be. And I was never that high meaning materially, but I'm just saying that's where I'm going though. And people see this shit. So when it comes to these past relatives, friends, whatever, former friends, don't nobody need to come asking me for a motherfucking thing. So that's why going back to the first 48 episode example, that's why a lot of us don't have that cash laying around. I got one item that's worth $2,000. But don't nobody know what that item is. If I want to cash it in, that's $2,000 right there. If I wanted to, but I don't. I see I hold on to my shit. <laughs> that's another thing. People have noticed that. Yes, I've lost a lot in the floods and lost a lot here and there. I, you know, I threw away about 100 pairs of shoes. Just threw them away. Didn't have time to sell them. Just threw the motherfuckers away. Nine West, nice-ass shoes, too. Shoes that they don't make no more. Classic. But threw them away. Clothes. Had to throw a lot of shit away. So I've lost a lot. But what I'm saying is there are people, especially when it comes to this Twin Flame stuff, that only want you back. Not to love you, but because they see you as the stable Queen of Pentacles or King of Pentacles that you are. Like I said, I have a Capricorn moon in Vedic astrology. That's wealth. Then I have five Scorpio placements. That's the magician. Then I have the number eight life path number. That's success and power. The number eight life path number can see is so transformative and so deep that a person can go from being homeless to a millionaire in a year flat. That's the, that is the miraculous nature of the number eight life path number so that's why i said people have always seen me as a rich ass motherfucker and yet i didn't even see myself like that that's the blessing of the dark night of the soul and spiritual awakening people were telling me when i was fucking 18 years old damn you look rich what are you rich or something people were telling me that shit in high school were you rich or something how do you have all this money for these clothes how do you have all this i mean you just look so rich you just look so rich and I'm not bragging about it I'm telling you what people were saying and I didn't even understand the anointing that was on me I didn't understand it I was just like no my parents you know we just you know we live in base housing or whatever I just work a little job in the mall you know but it they they were seeing an energy on me that I knew was in me but I just didn't know what it meant so there are people that see it even more so now and they want to come back because they need money. So there's men that want to be with me just for the fact that they need money. They see me as stable. They see me as a go-getter. They see me as a boss bitch. They see me as somebody that's determined. They see me as somebody that knows how to make good financial investments, you know, that, that knows how to pull good stocks. That, that knows how to read international markets, meaning international currency markets. They see these things in me 
and are aware of it so yeah you wanted to go with the karmic the karmic is dragging your motherfucking ass down and this can apply to anybody because there are former friends that want to be karmic or are karmic well i mean that you know you where you at and i'm where i'm at you where you at and i'm where i'm going what I'm saying is there you have to be careful with the twin flame stuff. And I know this is there's a variety of topics intermingled in this, but just thank you for rocking with me because these are kind of like channel messages and I'm just speaking it because there's something in here for, for a number of people. Be careful about these twin flames because a lot of them done done you wrong, done been dirty. Even if they're not a twin, even if they're a karmic, either way. Be careful about people from the past, even if it's relatives. Because a lot of them are financially sabotaging you and or when they come back in your life, your money get fucked up. All right. So that's why I don't keep people. That's why most of the time I just isolate myself because I've learned these lessons and I've seen it happen. And so there are people who are financially suffering and they want me around because it's helping them. Or they see an energy on me that is wealthy and or that glows a rich energy on me. And so... They want to take advantage of that. Um, and I know that there are individuals from my past that the main, the primary reason why they want me back is not just, it's not for love, not saying that they don't have love for me. The primary reason is not love because they had love for me before and fucked me over before. The primary reason now is because they see where I'm going. They see the trajectory that I'm on. Right. So they want to come back because the fact, the, the plain fact of it is, is they need money. And they know being connected to me, they would get money or I would be getting money. So then they could, you know, skim a little bit off the top if they were allowed to do so. And that's why I said in that other video called the twin flame journey is being intercepted by the dark side, heaven versus hell or hell versus heaven or something. That's why I said a lot of y'all being protected from these dirty ass so-called twin flames or former divine counterparts or whatever divine counterparts that are in karmic energies. A lot of y'all being protected from them because their intentions are wrong. Their intentions are come back or to come back and crash your party, stop your train, keep you stuck, take away your shine. Or take away the blessings that the Most High wants to give to you because of all the hard work you've put in, all the suffering you've done. All the suffering I've been through, it's time for me to be happy, successful, right? And that's where it's going and people see that. That's one of the reasons why they're mad that I speak out and that I'm so outspoken. Because they know that, damn, like, we used to pick on her. We used to pick on her for having a health issue. We used to pick on her for this. We used to, we used to talk all this shit about her. And now she is going in a place where, damn, she could have, she, we could have gotten help by her. Or she, she could have been a benefit to her, to us. Yeah, yeah, I could have, but see, that was your karma. Your karma was to see that, like the Bible says, some of you have entertained angels unawares. Whatever you do, the king said, meaning Yeshua HaMashiach, Whatever you do unto the least of these, you have also done unto me. That's why I don't tolerate people doing homeless people and less fortunate people dirty and talking shit about them because you don't know who that is. 
you don't know what kind of anointing that person is uh, carrying. They could just be in that circumstance for a period of time, you know, and then later on, how many miracle stories have we seen where somebody went from being homeless to a millionaire? You don't hear about all the stories, but I'm just saying we've heard about enough of them or where somebody went from working a, a nine to five and now they're fucking running a multi-million dollar company. One of them, one of those um, success stories is Malcolm J. Harris, a.k.a. MJ Harris. He's got a YouTube channel and he's a gay man and he went from struggling and hustling and started a fucking insurance company, baby, in his fucking living room in his small ass apartment and look at MJ Harris now in newspapers and shit on TV and shit. And I haven't looked into MJ Harris's whole story, but I'm pretty sure he was probably persecuted by at least some of his family. I'm pretty sure about that. So see, when they talk about that blood is thicker than water, no blood is not thicker than water. Because if your blood fucks you over, then that proves right there that blood is not thicker than water. Because there's blood that has done me worse than so-called water or strangers. All right. So I don't believe in that saying. And it's bullshit. It's, it's just absolute bullshit. Like I said, black people wonder why these celebrities get famous and they don't help their family. It's because a lot of times their family tortured them the worst. So then they just get to look dry mouth and pull mouth when the person is successful. I mean, that's just that's just part of your karma because you should have knew better. You don't never know what kind of divine anointing somebody has on them. So you just need to be careful how you treat people in general. Y'all need to be careful about these relatives that's trying to hang on to y'all for financial reasons. Even if you're not actually giving them no money, you need to be careful about those that are trying to hang on for that reason. Because a lot of times it's just as simple as they taking money out of your pocket. And I've also seen a lot of confirmatory reads that are saying you're being protected from this from these people. You're meaning me. I'm being protected from these people. Don't open the door back up because if you let them back in, they're going to take from you. Even if you don't hand them no tangible paper money. Even though money's made out of cotton, I digress. At least U.S. dollars are. Even if you don't hand them that, they're still taking from you. They're still taking your focus. They're still taking your joy. They're still taking your peace. They're still taking the energy you would have to put into your goals and your business if you have one or your creative outlets. They're still pulling from you. And so that's why I isolate myself and I don't let people come around me and pull from me no more. I don't just go and spend time with anybody, just any old body either. I stop that shit. I stop that bullshit. Um, I noticed I went to somebody's house and their their door was fucked up. Uh, their their ex had broken the, their back door, and so the door had been fucked up for a long time, and they had not gotten it fixed. And their furniture had been kind of like, the furniture was really old and meaning in one part of the house and they needed to replace the furniture and they had not done that in a while. I noticed that right after I started coming around that person, they got that fucking door fixed, which cost hundreds of dollars. They not only got the door fixed, they got a whole new door, whole new set of French doors installed. Then I noticed 
they got a whole new set of furniture. So I'm like, why didn't you get that done before you met me? So this is what I mean about motherfuckers wanting to be around you because they see the richness on you. And then, then this person actually made a comment talking about, yeah, you're well-maintained. Well-maintained. That's a compliment. Well-maintained. But who's maintaining me, though? Riddle me that. I'm well-maintained, but who's maintaining me, though? Ain't no fucking humans maintaining me. The most high is maintaining me. But this person said that verbally. Yeah, you well-maintained. You attractive. You take good care of yourself. I'm well-maintained. Yeah, and you want a piece of that fucking well-maintenance, too, or that good maintenance, too. So that's why I don't want no more relationships. At least for the foreseeable future. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. All these dudes that have played all these goddamn games, now they're going to get that shit back, or they are getting that shit back. All of them, all of them fucking suffering, right? And when it comes to my ex, you know, he made he made the wrong choice because he looked down on me in the past. He made the wrong choice and he got with somebody that now has to go work a plant job. And you know, plant jobs don't pay that good. Unless you a high level supervisor. Plant jobs don't pay that good. Not in South Carolina, they don't. <clears throat> the most you got probably going to make $16 an hour, maybe. But after your taxes, uh, you still ain't making that much money for the amount of work you do. So he looked down on me or whatever, and now shit done backfired. Because <laughs> he's with somebody that uh, has to work, as I said, a menial job. He's with somebody who does not have the capability to be an entrepreneur. Because let me tell you something, you will never make in a regular job the amount of money that an entrepreneur is capable of making when you have your own business you make the you make the rules you pay yourself what you want to get paid right or you can command a different amount of money versus you working for somebody else you can also put in as many hours into your own business as you want you can have as many clients as you want as you can handle Right. You can do as many appointments as you want. Whereas if you work for somebody else, for ex for example, you got your limited. There's a ceiling. That's why all the millionaires, you'll find out they were all entrepreneurs. Almost all of them ended up being entrepreneurs. They never came from regular jobs unless they started a regular job, then decide to leave the regular job, start their own business and then go from there. But they didn't become millionaires from working a regular fucking job most of the time. The only people that become millionaires who work regular jobs might be considered like lawyers or doctors. But even those are still considered entrepreneurs because the ones that become millionaires have their own practices. So they're still business owners. They still have an LLC or a PLLC or whatever. Architects, they still have their own architect firm. They still have their own contracting business. They still have whatever, you know. They still have contracts with this person because they are the owner. So there's a difference there. There's a difference in the mindset and there's a difference in the spiritual vibration there. So he chose wrong. And I understand that people that want to come back or even are thinking about it, even if they don't verbally say it, 
people that are thinking about it only coming back because they see me um because of the money because of my anointing or whatever that's a, i mean that's all i see is what they want that's what the fuck they want it ain't about love that's why um i'm done with love relationships because i'm always the one willing to love and overlook shit but people are always looking at me as a dollar sign they'll never want to love me they either looking at me for sex or they looking at me for a dollar sign they'll never want to love me they're incapable and i'm not being pessimistic or or jaded i'm just saying facts they'll never want to love me for me for me there ain't nobody on this planet that loves me for me except for my children i repeat there is no human being on this planet who loves me for me except for my children there is nobody on this planet who loves brianna bellamy for brianna bellamy through and through except for my children the ones i gave birth to that's it there is no other human being who has done it and who is capable of doing it i understand that that's why i said fuck love get money that doesn't mean love that that doesn't mean you don't love but i'm just saying i i stopped searching okay i, I stopped expecting because there's nobody who is gonna love me for me so i had to detach from that outcome i had to detach from that expectation and if there is somebody i haven't met them yet it will be a fucking miracle because every time i meet someone there's a fucking ulterior motive and it's usually related to money it's usually fucking related to money almost every i would say almost every fucking time it's it's related to money every fucking time just about all the relationships over the past it's usually been related to money or some kind of lust or infatuation right or they want to steal light codes but usually that translates to money too because if they want to steal light codes from me and shit and pull on my vibration that still turns back into material benefit for them so y'all just be careful out here right be careful because we're going into the holidays and people get real fucking greedy around the holidays so you might have people coming to you with some fucking sorrow story or sob story about how they need this and they need that. Nah. Nah. Sorry. Not sorry. Not sorry. What about the holidays? And see, that's why I don't fuck with my relatives no more. Ain't nothing they can do for me. Not a goddamn thing that I can't do for myself or that the most I can't do for me. It ain't nothing they can do for me. It ain't nothing they can say to me. None of them on any, on any side of my family. Ain't none of them got nothing that I'm interested in. Ain't none of them got anything to say that I haven't either heard before or that wouldn't um, be problematic to my spirit. Okay. So not saying that I'm all of that and I got all the answers because I don't. But the most I got the answers. And if I need something, that's where I go. Okay. That's where I go. I don't search for uh, higher realm answers within this earth anyway. I go off world, meaning I send my spirit out. So it's nothing any relatives have to say to me and need to remind me of, need to tell me about. You don't need to tell me about a motherfucking thing. What you need to do is take a look in the mirror and find out why your life has not gone anywhere. And mine has. Or mine is as well. Why hasn't your life grown in 50 years? Hmm? why have you gotten saved and you still doing the same fucked up shit that you was doing 20 years ago why look in the mirror get with 
the most high on that. Don't try to tell me about myself because the most high tells me about myself every motherfucking day. I don't need no humans to do it. Now, this don't mean that I don't take no human advice, but I am saying when it come to these goddamn narcissistic motherfuckers, I ain't got nothing for them. I ain't got no listening ear, bitch. I ain't got no attention. I ain't got no time of day. I ain't got no conversation about the fucking weather either. I don't have time and I'm not making time. And see, when you get to that place, baby, that's when you going to blow the fuck up. That's when your life going to change, baby. When you get to the point of that where it ain't a motherfucker that's going to tell you nothing that the most high or source or universe can't tell you that's when you that's when you really are woke so to speak that's when you really woke as fuck that's where you have to get because before then you ain't ready now this don't mean you can't have friends and confidants and people you know like you you do need to have iron that sharpens iron but when it comes to soul mission there's nothing nobody can tell me when it comes to the trials and tribulations that the Most High have sent me through on purpose to train me and to purify me, to purify my motherfucking soul, okay? When it comes to that and the things that I've had to go through and the obstacle course that I've had to go through, ain't nobody on this planet going to tell me shit. Because when I look at them, it's like, you ain't been through nothing to be able to talk, baby. You haven't been through a fucking fraction an iota of what i've been through and dealt with and just pure suffering to be able to tell me anything about what i should have did and how i should have done it and what i shouldn't have did and what i should have knew and what i should have said and didn't say whatever like you haven't been through anything compared to me now i'm not invalidating anybody else's story and saying it like oh i just went through a horrible horrible life no i'm not saying that I'm talking about the people who want to justify treating me, who want to come back and try to justify the reasons why they did me wrong. There's nothing for you to justify. You did me wrong so that you could, so that I could see that you ain't shit. It's just as simple as that. You did me wrong so that I could see that I shouldn't have been loving and caring about you like that. And so that I could develop boundaries and strength and so that I could also pay off karmic debt. Because I have the the weight of ancestral debt on me too. So see, that's also why I have a number eight life path. I wasn't born with that number for no reason. I got multiple bloodlines that I'm cleaning up. Okay, so naturally the suffering will be a lot. But naturally when the, when the cleanup is done, I'm going to be where the fuck I'm at. And they're going to be where the fuck they're at. And it's just straight like that. I'm doing the work. They're not. So until somebody's doing that kind of work, then they really can't talk. And even if they are doing that kind of work, then that's your journey. That's not mine. So somebody that was able to buy a house when they were 20 or 25 or whatever, great for you, but you still living in that house, right? Okay, great. So you bought that house 20 years ago and you haven't stepped up okay great that's your life that's not mine somebody that got married when they were young all right for example you stayed married to the same person i got married quick and and filed for divorce just as fucking quick that wasn't my chat my my journey is not yours and that's what people need to understand just be careful about people trying to use you for your financial anointing and, and in general, because there's a lot of benefits that come with that. 
So no, there's nobody on this planet that loves me for me except for my children. There's nobody on this planet. And I've come to that conclusion and I'm okay with it. It doesn't bother me because I'm not so wrapped up in being with a man or being in a relationship that I really give a fuck at this point. Because guess what? I've become um, pretty cold when it comes to heart matters. And it doesn't mean I don't have empathy. But when it comes to these men out here, like I was talking to the Most High this morning, uh, earlier this morning, uh, the majority of men out here ain't no fucking good. All right. And that's just what it is. The majority of people in general are no fucking good. So it's no need for me to desire to be with anybody. The only desire I have is to give my children a better life than I had and not and for them not to go through the things that I went through and and have to go through all that trial and error, but they're still going to have their own journeys. I just want them to have an easier time when it comes to school, if they go to school, college, meaning university, and I want them to have uh, certain other things in place. But other than, and I want, of course, I want to be comfortable. I'm comfortable, but I want to be even more comfortable. So other than that, um, I'm not interested in being with nobody because people, people will come in your life and drag you down. We all know this. Okay. People will come in your life pretending like they love you, pretending like they care, pretending like they like you. And it's only to get close to you to steal from your ass. Okay. Because it's happened to me so many times, I don't trust people. Mainly men. I don't trust men. It's just, that just is what it is. I don't care if I've known somebody 20 years, I still don't trust them. Uh, blame it on my astrological sign. I, I really don't care. But um, the fact of the matter is I've given too many people the benefit of the doubt or the benefit of doubt when I should not have. And I've learned from that and duly noted made the, made the necessary corrections and I'm continuing to make the necessary corrections. But, uh, yeah. And let me also say this before I get off, cause this is running long. I found the book that I was talking about the band book that I want to read a segment of. I found that cause I, I cleaned out my storage unit. Okay. So that's going to be coming. It's a band book, um, on politics. I'm not going to say which politics cause I don't want no trouble no sabotage before I actually do the video um, and or podcast episode. It'll probably be a podcast episode. So if y'all are not following the podcast or whatever, Metaphysical Life Mastery, the link will be in the box. Please check out the podcast because I will be putting stuff on there that's not on YouTube. And there is stuff on there that's not on YouTube currently. So, um, but the other thing I want to say is. Anyway, I had to pause for a minute because the thought just slipped my mind. I don't know what it was that I was about to say. It just left me that quickly, y'all. Um, oh, yeah, I remember now. Be careful about listening to different readers, right? Because you got readers out here that will put out a reading and say, um, like, for example, there's been readers putting out readings about, oh, you need to leave him alone. He's a karmic or, oh... You know, um, not just readers, but just people, they, they'll be like, like I was saying about black women on Facebook, you know, some of them talking about sex and, um, talking about, well, you don't need to be having sex and, uh, you know, basically just 
bad mouthing women for having for living a life how they fucking want to live it and they mainly do this shit to black women well you gotta be careful about that because a lot of times when when somebody works so hard to put out that kind of dogmatic message and don't sleep with him don't have sex don't do this don't do that when people put out dogmatic messages like that very rigid messages you need to understand that that person's actually doing the same thing that they're telling you not to do or they have recently been doing the same thing that they're telling you not to do you got black women out here talking about don't be having sex but now they they're they're they've just recently had an abortion because they was having sex and they let some nigga get them pregnant they don't want to they don't want to tell you about that they just recently had an abortion or they uh, are currently expecting or they will be um or they are currently like i said uh, dealing with somebody themselves but they don't tell you to be celibate or abstinent that's what's it don't listen to anybody except for your higher self if your higher self or your spirit don't agree with it don't just don't roll with it if there's other beneficial beneficial parts of the message or aspects of the message chew the meat and spit out the bones that's what i have to do because you got too much bullshit going on out here with energies and then you got people who cannot seem to take their energy out of a reading that's why i don't get personal readings from people if i want to read i read myself or i go to my ancestors and, and the most high i go to i go to them i don't i don't get personal readings from people okay i don't let people i don't pay anybody to read me and i never will the reason why is because i don't want people tapping in on my energy and taking codes and and and, and uh influencing my my field i don't i don't want them doing that because i'm a, i'm a super empath slash highly sensitive person and when i if i let somebody read me their energy can interface with mine and i can end up taking on energies from them and i also don't want them looking in and trying to figure out where i'm going because that's when people offer to do readings for you that's a lot of times what they want to do they want to figure out they see some kind of power in you or they see you're very powerful like i've had several people get in my inbox talking about can i read you because you're very powerful no you cannot read me if you want to read me on your own, that's your business, what you do in your private time. But I'm not paying you. No, I know how to read. So you have to be careful with readings also, because a lot of times these people, they single as fuck. The majority of readers out there are single as fuck. They ain't never been married, a lot of them, and they never will be married, a lot of them. So you have to be careful about taking relationship advice from them. I don't give a fuck how many subscribers they got. I don't give a fuck how many, um, you know, goddamn followers they got. I don't care what kind of business they got, what kind of car they driving. The motherfucker single as fuck has not had a healthy relationship in eons or is not in one currently. Okay. So if they're telling you in a reading, leave this person alone, you need to take that with a grain of salt. Never make any life altering decisions based on a reading that is not and even if it's a personal reading you need to be careful with making any kind of decisions based on some reading somebody gave you because people do know how to manipulate the cards i've watched it happen other readers have talked about how certain people be watching the read even if it's a general read and the cards come out different just because those people are focusing their intention for the cards to come out different so that's why you don't need to be taking nobody's advice except for your own and the higher powers that's it 
I learned my lesson about that. The same people that was telling me don't do this, don't do that, don't have sex was fucking and sucking all the day long. The same bitches that was uh, critiquing me for getting married in a short period of time was talking about doing the same shit. The same bitches that was critiquing me for doing this and doing that had done the same shit. And it ain't about trying to save nobody from, you know, a similar fate. It's about motherfuckers being hypocrites and liars, which the majority of people on this planet are fucking liars. Okay. That's just the energy that's in the planet. The majority of them are liars. And the majority of them are jealous of other people and they will try to steer you wrong. They don't want you doing better than them and they don't want you doing as good as them. So they'll come in and do whatever they need to do or say whatever they need to say to get you off of a path. You also need to watch people's eyes. You need to learn how to read people's eyes spiritually and see who's evil and who's not evil. Because you can tell them motherfuckers like that too. You can look in their eyes and tell who's evil. If you really are gifted and you've developed that gift, you can tell who's evil by their eyes a lot of times. There are studies that have proven you can tell a psychopath by their eyes. Okay? So if you can tell a psychopath by their eyes, then surely you can tell an evil motherfucker by their eyes. A lot of these female readers out here are bitter, lonely, and they mad because don't nobody want to do them right. And then they, and then if you have an opportunity or they see some, or they, or pick up even energetically, even if they haven't read you, they pick up energetically that you got new love coming in or some successful relationship coming in, they'll steer you the opposite direction just cause they don't want to, they don't want you to have it just cause they don't want you to fucking have it. They'll steer you the opposite direction with their readings. That motherfucking shit is going on right now as we speak. Okay. So just be careful. You need to. Take them readings as a as a grain of salt. Anybody's readings, all right? Because anytime they're putting their hands on the cards, their intention and their psychology and their information can be in it, okay? So I'm going to leave it like that, y'all. I got to go feed the kitty cat. <laughs> the cat's meowing. <laughs> my little buddy, um, my little buddy is meowing because it's morning. Time for him to eat. So I'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Thank <music> you.